0: Welcome to Court in Indiana podcast. This is Jim Reamer, Recording episode 162. Join this week. We got we get the podcast back. Mm. Kyler's back from his travels. <laughs> Dominique's, on, Dominique's on board the video list. Dominique. Yes, and then, sir. And then Zach. <laughs> we are all here. How was Christmas? Chaos. Chaos, nice. That's good. Chaos is good. Organized, organized chaos. Organized chaos. What's the best gift everybody got? You're up, or Zach. Their, or their favorite uh, gift. I mean, it doesn't have to be like. I,
1: I guess money. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't do gifts around here. Anymore. We don't do
0: gifts. Wow.
2: <laughs> I got a pair of Air Max Ninety Sevens that I. Oh, shoe,
0: like. shoe wonk.
2: Got a pair of those. Got a pair of those. And then something I didn't ask for that was out of the blue that I'm not sure is going to get a ton of use. I got I got a PS5 as well. So oh, Jesus. Not sure, not sure uh, how, when I'm going to be able to play that, but we'll see.
0: Well, march that bad boy down here. Where, where the hell did they find <laughs> that at?
2: I have no idea, to be honest.
0: Man. Wife get you that?
2: No. Brother-in-law.
0: Really? Yep. Nice brother-in-law. Holy cow. That's
1: funny because my my sister-in-law actually won one at her hospital. She was a nurse and she won a PS5 in a drawing. She's gonna give it to my kids, so that's crazy.
0: I'm on some I'm on some damn wait list, like some verified wait list, and hasn't come through yet. Jeez. <laughs> Kyler, what was your
3: uh ah. I got got a lot of clothes, but I I think my favorite gift is just money. I got a lot of money that's going to go towards a new laptop. So I'm pretty excited about that.
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, money or gift cards. Yeah. I don't know. I, Christmas is weird here this year. So it's, I, my my gifts were all bought by myself. So I, I got a room for, I got a room full of power tools that I'm actually, actually putting to good use. Front bedroom is now a, a workroom. So, doing many projects. I mean, I've had those for two months, so it's, that, that was just sort of a early Christmas gift, but no, I was just curious what, what everybody was getting, but, uh, not, not a very busy recruiting week. We had one offer, right, Zach?
1: Yeah, I believe he had one Jake, offer too this week,
0: Jake cherry getting an offer from IU East to get a player that I think continues to be under recruited from Pekin. um, Six ten senior center, I know IU Kokomo is gonna be or is involved, and I think they're just waiting for him to get on campus to offer. I hate to project that stuff out, but it seems to be what the uh, prevailing disposition is I mean I, I think hes going to be, he would be really good at that level. I think he'd be really good at a lot of levels um. But uh, that's it's good, you know. Like we've Zach and I have often talked about here that NAI levels, NAI schools in the state are really good. So there's some good basketball being played at that level, and and uh, he would be pro- he would be productive. But all right, so have you guys seen this new TikTok trend?
2: <laughs> I have not. I don't have TikTok, so well, you sure. No.
0: Zach. Well, what well, is guess, the trend? It doesn't have to be kid. I guess it doesn't have to be kids, but it, you two guys having younger kids. So the, you, what you do is you go in and you. It's usually a child because obviously most most of TikTok. Although my feed is mostly cooking and di DIY videos. Um. You you tell your parent someone famous died, like John Bon Jovi. <laughs> And, and then you just film the reaction and then that becomes a TikTok video. And so John Bon, so this was a big deal with all my friends here in Carmel with their kids trying it on them. And I'm like, oh, I've seen that. You can't can't fool me. I'm on TikTok. So but the, the best one was the best one was John the John Bon Jovi one, something I don't know how old he is, but it's like dead at sixty-one with a little bit of detail, like died in a plane crash. I don't know that this stuff is typically generally fun to joke about, Jeez. but the reactions Jeez. are awesome. This woman get, gets down on both of her knees and starts praying. <laughs> yeah, I saw that and, and crying. <laughs> so like, uh. Oh, you and then the wild, other, man! Then the other one, our parents. I'm surprised, you know, Zach. I'm surprised Zach didn't get in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> the other one uh, is they dress up somebody in the Grinch costume nice who then comes in and steals presents and, and takes the Christmas tree out. And then there's this video of these traumatized kids. I'm like, what are you people doing? <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> to your kids? We're, can, we're emotionally scarring these children.
1: I can get more on board with that one.
0: <laughs> Do what?
1: I could get more on board with that one though. That yeah, that's,
0: good. it was good. So one went so far as they had Santa Claus. Oh boy. In, in costume, and the kids, oh, of course, no. were, were freaking out and having fun. And then the Grinch came in. This is, these are at people's houses. This isn't like something that's staged, you know, somewhere elaborate. And then somebody came up with the Grinch costume, knocked Santa down, took and then started taking presents from the tree. And the kids started attacking him.
1: Jeez.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I think every week we should discuss the new TikTok trends. If we don't, was there? If we don't have a, a
2: topic, I would say, wasn't there a trend going on with kids at school, like slap your teacher in the face and all this crazy?
1: Oh yeah, that was a thing.
0: You get any no, slaps slap back? I did not, not
1: <laughs> have any slaps, but that was definitely
0: a thing. we really, slap it slapping? Oh, really slapping? Yeah, that's some of that stuff. Yeah, is borderline stupid. I, I don't know that I would want to traumatize my kids you know, like that, but I just, it's, you know, the whole feed is as algorithm based. And so you watch something to its fullest and, you know, then like your next, you know, 25% of your next videos are, are that. So all mine are cook. Most of mine are cooking DIY and pets, different <laughs> p- funny pet scenarios. And it's, it's <laughs> you know, next thing you know, an hour has gone. I woke up this morning at five 30 out of the blue and I watched TikTok. Next thing I know it was six 30. <laughs>
1: Jeez.
0: Sports Center was on in the background. Audio down.
1: Uh, people still watch Sports Center.
0: Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah in the morning. Oh, uh, do C- it's either that or CNBC. Get some highlights or give me some good financial news. I don't know. Financial Sports Center technology. is like a last resort for
3: me now. No kidding. Is it? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a morning thing. Ugh. Well, some of us can get up early in the morning and not have to worry about getting kids ready. Yeah, but like
1: sports center just it's not even highlights anymore, really, is it? It's just
0: guys no, talking. Highlights. And there's, highlights. And there's yeah. highlights. Well, I like analysis. We we we, we can't be anti-analysis. Concerned? <laughs> I'm not we anti-analysis. <laughs> considering we run a, a podcast that does nothing but analyze. Just prefer
1: old school sports
0: center. So I think if we don't have a, a topic, we need to do TikTok trends of the week. So that, that may be yeah. something to consider. <laughs> <about>. <laughs> All right, best games, best teams, best player performance of the week. Kyler, did you get to watch anything this week? I have to go to one thing. Um, well, then your your really week t- is easy. <laughs> yeah, I got to go to one thing, and that was the
3: uh, North Davies tournament the first oh, night.
0: Well, that's a good one. Yeah, so we'll get to all right. So we'll we'll get to that. Let's start with we'll start with Dominique. What was your best game of the week? Because you, Kyle, you get to see multiple games. In one place, yep. right? You were there all kind of all day. Yep. What was your yeah, best I, game of the week, Dominique? I
2: wasn't able to get out to any there was literally nothing around here. Tuesday was Homestead and Leo. I did not get to that game. Oh, you didn't
0: get over there? I thought you yeah, did I thought not that was one game you were going no,
2: to no. I didn't get over there and there's literally nothing else. I did I did watch uh the some of that North Davies tournament with some of Blackhawk. I watched the whole blackhawk Evansville Christian game. Right. Um but obviously, if I'm picking a game or going off of that, then obviously I'm going with that game. Um, it was uh, – Blackhawk kind of had the lead most of the game. And, um, I don't know, Evansville Christian, I had them preseason. We, I wasn't on the 1A preview show, but they were my number one. And and I, I don't think anything's changed from watching that game. You know, they got yeah. some nice pieces. Obviously, Josiah Dunham's really good. And guard form and some other length and shooting forms. So at 1A, I like them a lot. I just think – Blackhawk is, you know, not a typical two They're physical, they're big, they're long. Um, they really got some talented players, but I, w- I would go with that game when I watched that, that on, I think it was Wednesday.
0: Yeah, Blackhawk's Black much better than than what we, I mean, I thought they were going to be good. I mean, I think I had them three or four, but I think they're much better than they were last year. I mean, even if nothing else, their, their core group, were, they were juniors last year. So you kind of figured they were going to get better, but but the addition of you know Kellen Pickett or Puckett Pickett moving Pickett. up and yep. you know he's been tremendous and I've been we've been getting some calls on him and or some messages on him like have we seen him and the answer is yeah I've seen him but I've not seen him in this version. You you have Dominique so and and now yeah. Kyler has too. Kyler, what did you? So let's go to you, Kyler. What was your best game? So um was I, actually didn't that, that a, I
3: actually didn't get to see that Blackhawk. Uh, it was the yeah. Christian game. That was the one game I didn't get to see, so I'm glad Dominic touched on that. But this one might be kind of an odd choice considering the teams that were there, but I thought the best game that I saw was Paoli versus South Docks. Yeah. Uh I really enjoyed that game, low scoring game. I think South Dox won like 32 to 31. Uh a lot of defense and stuff, but um that's Southern Indiana basketball for you. Um Really good, um, Fletcher Cole of Paoli. Uh, he's a stud. Uh, scores in multiple levels. Um, really enjoyed watching him. He was, I mean, he had the ball in his hand every every offensive possession. He was off, constantly making plays. South Doc's got a really good defensive team. Um, trying to think of some guys. You know, a little under the radar guys. Uh, let's see. You got um, there's a guy named Dakota Candler. Um, he's a senior, he's about six five forward. He was really tough. Um. But it was just it was a fun game, um, and then you know all the other games. You know with North Davies, uh, they had a blowout win over I think it was Forest Park, um, and then you had you know the big game was uh, Brownstown versus uh, Lagodi, so uh, that was that was fun for a little bit. But then Jack Benner took uh, you know he uh, he started taking off, so Lagodi didn't have any answers for him. But overall, some pretty good basketball that first night.
0: Yeah, I, I wish th- I know they postponed their the the final round of that, the final set of games to tomorrow. I wish it was today. If it was today, I would have been down there. I uh, just, tomorrow's, tomorrow's kind of tightly planned. The rest of the week isn't tightly planned, but tomorrow is. And, and it's too bad. I would have, once that got, I was going to head down there Friday. And then I figured it got, get postponed, even though I didn't really get, I wasn't going to with the the snow we were supposed to get that actually didn't come. And then I didn't, you know, I was hoping that it would be moved to today and then they moved it to tomorrow. So Zach, did you, how much snow did you get, Zach?
1: Uh I think we ended up with like three inches is all here, four inches. <laughs> Out of a projected twelve to sixteen or something like at
0: that. A, yeah, yeah. Other than the the wind. Yeah. The the wind was by far, at least around here, the wind was um it was breathtaking. It was I've never yeah. felt that kind of cold before just, it wasn't gust. It was constant wind. It was con I don't know. I don't know what the speed was, but it felt like it was going about 30 miles an hour given stuff that was being blown down the road and seeing a couple of the flags large fly live near a lot of the Carmel city, main city buildings. Of course, you know, they all have a few, super large flag in front of them. And those things were stiff, <laughs> stiff, <laughs> stiff toward the East. And it was it's just, it was, it was awful, and, you know, now once you were inside or once you got in your car, it was fine, but because but, we didn't get nearly as much snow as we thought we were going to get. Zach, what was your game of the week?
1: Uh, game of the week was four-way north against Northridge. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know north was down. The green kid, his knee, I don't know if he's out for the season or not. Dominique could probably touch on that a little better than I can with, with him. Um, but yeah, I, I, go ahead.
2: Uh, so, sorry, I was just going to say, no, I, I saw the play happen against Snyder. It didn't look very good. I don't know. I haven't heard anything if he's out for the year or what the actual injury is, but it didn't look very good. I can say that.
1: Mm.
2: Went so up for was, a block. Uh, right. He went up for a block and came down bad.
1: Yeah, and he, and he was out this game, so.
0: So it was, um, a, it was a contact. I mean, it was a, wasn't a was a non-contact. Yeah. Uh, In- I
2: mean, he went up. Yeah. I mean, he went up and got the block and just came down. Yeah. And and his knee kind of buckled. So I, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I
0: hope it's not. Yeah. hope it's, Yeah. I'm not sure. It's, it's, sometimes we, it, it, when it's non contact, you know, then you really, you really worry because that means right. something definitely snapped. When it's, it is contact, there's some, could, you know, it could be a, you know, a, a sprain, which, you know, I mean, th- those things still hurt. Who was it? Uh, is it can't remember what game it was. Um, uh, what game? I can't remember what game it was. I saw recently where it looks like you know the kid got hurt. Looks like he got shot as, as hard as he went down, and of course he just bumped his knee, but bumped it really hard. And you know that that hurts. That hurts, you know, and you can't move it, and then you end up you're you're just okay. And of course you're probably stiff the next morning, but.
2: Hey Jim, you were at that Charlie Hughes game with, with Fishers and Cathedral, weren't you? When Harrelson went down on the break, that looked pretty ugly.
0: No, I he, didn't. No, I wasn't. I don't think I was there for that. It okay, wasn't yeah, at that game.
2: Okay, well, he came. He came down on the break on a uh, had a breakaway and went up to go up for a dunk, and just his knee just kind of buckled, and it looked really yeah. ugly. And he went out, but he came right back in a couple plays later. So,
0: yeah my my only my only direct experience of that was was playing basketball. I went up. In, in a little bit of traffic and came down and hyperextended my knee. And I, I never felt that much pain before in my life. And 10 minutes later, I was back in the game. It just was kind of one of those deals where you just, back then you didn't do things out of precaution. Like, you know, you felt fine. You went back in, we didn't have, you know, there weren't trainers, uh, there weren't, there weren't trainers telling people to sit out. Um, You know, that's a lot of times you're more scared than anything, uh, you know, because it hurts so damn bad. But now, hopefully, yeah, hopefully Jordan Green's not, uh, hopefully it's nothing too serious or serious at all. Who won Fort Wayne North? Oh, that was the game Fort Wayne North led big, then kind of Northridge came back and won, right?
1: Yeah, correct. Correct. Um, They were up 13 14 at one point in the first half, and then Northridge closed the gap on them. Um, behind Alex Ellenson, big-time senior up here now. Didn't p- play at all his freshman or sophomore year. Strictly JV bench player last year, and now out of He's... nowhere. It scored 20 last night on – or, I mean, another night on North Uh Mason Bales, I'm going to talk about him a little later, but uh, they have some other dudes too. They're a little depth for North Ridge. You'll probably see him in Noblesville if you get down there. Yeah, uh, I will good squad uh and then fugate is i say his name i think for north
0: side either that or Fugate, one of the other
1: okay he he got hurt in this game too he went up for a dunk and one of those things where he's hanging on the rim and his feet swing under the basket and then he lets go and comes down on his hand so i don't know if he only played the first half that kind of hurt them offensively then because it was just uh bronte and and uh the young kid, Bronte was getting into it with the crowd. He got teed up for saying something to one of the students in the Northridge section, and that kind of turned things south for them too in the second half. So <laughs> it was just a lot of fun though to be be at.
0: I guess my game. I'm, I'm probably going to be. I think all my stuff is going to be from this game, Kokomo Zionsville, Zionsville. Beat Kokomo. And I think we're going to find out that Badunga, Flory Badunga is probably dealing with a back injury is what we're probably going to officially find out here. Seem to be bothering him. Um, Either that or a hip issue. Um, But Zionsville's game plan was, was pretty simple. we we've got, we've got a good big kid who can at least physically hang with him, especially in the half court. Uh, Nick Rehart was brilliant the entire game uh, on both ends of the floor. And, you know, he was, they did double Flory. They they did send extra people at him. And I think they did a great job or, or maybe Kokomo. I think that'd be one of those deals where Kokomo will go back and watch film and realize they could have done a better job of moving in behind the double, but but I thought Zionsville's game plan was extremely effective and they, you know, Coke never really got going offensively from the perimeter to, to change what Zionsville was doing. And, and, you know, that would have been an adjustment. They would have had to figure it out. If Spear was hitting shots, if, you know, I mean, Zion Bellamy had a, Zion Bellamy did have a really good game. Uh, I think he, he was the game high score with 21 points. And, and, so they were able to find him, but still, it, it wasn't one of those deals where they were burning him from the outside and, and creating, you know, possession, sort of possession deficits by hitting, you know, by hitting a large number of threes. But, but Bellamy was good that game, but, but Zionsville was hot early and hot late. And McGuire Mitchell, their sophomore, one of their sophomores, um, and Snively, both those sophomore wings, both shot the ball pretty well. They both definitely hit, shot well early. Uh, Mitchell dealt with some foul trouble, and then he got a little bit banged up before. It may have been, yeah, what I mentioned earlier, it may have been McGuire Mitchell. He went down. Yeah, so there we go. He went down, and it looked serious. And he was, it took their sweet time getting him up. And, I mean, he was, the, the, the pain was instant. And it was just like, oh, man, I hope it's, you know, nothing serious or nothing too serious, certainly. And then the next thing you know, he's checking in the game. And, you know, I, I don't know if it – he did not finish the game, though, so I don't know if it's something that he – if he was – if there was some sort of – you know, if there was some additional issues going forward, like swelling or pain or whatever. But uh, when he came back in, he looked fine, moved well. Uh, but I'm sure that's going to stiffen up on him, so – so that was the game of the week for me. Zionsville won 40, I think 48, 41, something like that. And really, they were in control the entire second half. And it was not anything they could ever, they could never get over the hump and, you know, end it early. You know, they weren't going to blow Kokomo out, but, but uh, they, they never really did give Kokomo much of a chance to, to, to really sniff victory at all. So, Zach, who was your player of the week? Or oh, your of the
1: team, team of the week, team of the week, sorry. Oh, geez, I think I'm going to be all in the same game this one. I'm saying Northridge just from yeah. not giving up, battling back. I mean, they were – North North was scoring any way they wanted to in that first half against Northridge. Inside, hitting threes. They were feeling it. And they were they were loving the game, loving the atmosphere, like I said, with the students, getting in after them. and uh, But, man, Northridge just didn't quit. That second half they came out on fire. That's when Ellenson took over. He had, uh, I think, 10 in that third quarter on them inside. And uh, Bales, Mason Bales, the younger Bale boy, uh, did some nice things defensively and offensively as well. So, I mean, then fourth quarter, they had dudes that hadn't done much all game knocking down their free throws to seal it. So they they were really tough. Northridge is good.
0: Team of the week. Dominique?
2: Blackhawk. Yeah, that Blackhawk game. Um The first half, <clears throat> Kellen Pickett went, went nuts. I mean, he had four threes. He had 18 at half. And then in the second half, it was more of those, the senior leaders, the starters that came back all kind of contributed a lot in that second half. Gage Sefton, Josh First, Jimmy Davidson. Um They played really well, all three of them in the second half and kind of, and Evansville Christian kept it pretty, you know, respectable kind of the whole game. I think it did get up to 16 or so, but then back down to 10, 9, kind of around that range. And those three in the second half really just kind of kept that, kept them afloat for Blackhawk and kept them an arm's length away. And, yeah, Blackhawk, it's really good. It's be interesting to see him, uh play North Davies here in a couple of days. I think did you say Wednesday?
0: Tomorrow. For tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's the 27th. Okay. Gotcha. so that'll be interesting game you know pickett pickett's development's interesting because he's last year he just was this gangly freshman on their jv who did dress varsity but but the thought of him contributing last year they they were wondering what he was going to what type of player he was going to be like this year you know how much they were going to be be able to rely on him he certainly thought he could move into some playing time and I, i don't think anybody expected this but it you contrast his development with is it Zach it's Ellenson there at Northridge yeah yeah you know Alex. big men yeah big men develop differently and that's you've always got to be patient with bigs uh you know they there's there's a physical element there to it just with their body and and there's also skill and coordination and you know sometimes kids like that are late bloomers and they're late bloomers in different ways not just because they're late bloomers in terms of growing but they're, you know, they're late, late bloomers into uh, advanced, you know, varied, you know, variable skill sets. So they're late bloomers into core strength development, something along those lines. And 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 it's not so much Pickett's probably the path you you would think most promising players go. Where you know, as a sophomore, he's contributing. But if you'd have told me last year, Dominique, that he was driving the ball and he was shooting from three and And all that, I would have been like, I would have, you would have had to have shown me before I would have believed he would have made that much progress uh, from February when I saw him until now. And it looks like he has, right? Yeah,
2: I would have said the same thing. I saw him get into a couple of varsity games at the end, and I even texted one of my buddies who uh, knows a little bit more, covers more of the state, and was like, who's this picket kid? And because, I mean, he was really active around the rim at 6'8", blocking shots, rebounding really well, running the floor really hard. He had a nice touch around the rim. But yeah,
0: These were JV games.
2: Well, the the one I saw was at the end of varsity
0: games. Oh, the end of varsity games. Yeah,
2: just seeing seeing him get in and thinking, this kid's got a lot of size. Then I'm seeing his feet and his hands and him running the floor well. Good touch around the rim. I'm like, this kid's a freshman. He's got potential. And then I didn't see anything outside of – you know, eight feet. And now he's, right. yeah, now he's definitely ex- ex- uh, expanded his game. And yeah, I would have said the same thing.
0: Because I saw him against Tenley last year, which would have been probably what, early February, maybe mid February. And he didn't get into that game at all. If he did, I missed it. If he did, I blinked. Kyler, uh, who was, what was your team of the week? I yeah, give it to uh, Lord Davies just for that
3: beatdown that they put on Forest Park. You know, granted, Forest Park's not any good, but just the way North Davies was playing, I think they put up, like, 31 points in the, all in the first quarter, and they were, like, 12 of 12 to start off the game. I mean, Jalen Muller.
0: I, I saw they had a big first quarter, and I thought, well, that was – you know, you don't expect them to play at that tempo.
3: No, they were playing fast, fast and free. And, uh, I mean, Jalen Mullen, we all know how good he is. Dude's um, just tough. and. He just gets it. He knows how to make plays with the ball. Um, those Wilson, the Wilson twins, Lance and Logan, um, they made a ton of athletic plays. Um, they were finishing above the rim and they were just cutting off the ball, you know, getting you know setting up Jalen Mullen to find them. So, and then I'm a big fan of their uh, their big man, Braden, uh Stickles, center, 6'3 uh, senior. You um, know, is the post player for them. Um, you know, he had a few a uh, few dunks and he rebounds the ball really well, but. Um, you know, North Davies wasn't playing a you know, huge opponent with Forest Park. I, I'm, I'm really interested in that game versus Blackhawk tomorrow. Um, I'm gonna try to stream that game and watch it. But uh, North Davies, you know, they moved up to 3A. Um, I think they can make a run here. I think they got the talent to uh, to make a run at that
0: level. My team of the week, I'm gonna throw Dominique a bone here. Oh boy, Carol from <laughs> Fort Wayne. Hey, team team performance. We, a thrashing of Hamilton Southeastern. A, a game that they Carroll took control of it early, and the Southeast has got got talented players. Ref Stevenson, DJ Hamilton. Uh, they you know they've got they they don't have they don't have that one just super skilled wing or guard like they like like they have had in the past there's um there's certainly no Zach Irvin, and no Gary Harris on these groups there's you know the Eric Davidsons guys like that guys that have been able to um they don't have great outside shooting and Carroll really exploited that they they packed everything kind of in uh they were super super aggressive and, and you know the, the the pack line concept is sort of. I'm not saying they were playing strict pack line defense, but it looked like they were. You know, they definitely weren't necessarily extended off the ball, but it does give you a lot of one way closeout situations. You, the help is already in place, so you, if you have the ability to anticipate, you can you can definitely shoot some gaps, and they were doing that. And and HSC struggled with their aggressiveness. I, I was impressed with Jackson Pardon. He he was announced. He's a good shooter. I think left handed. Uh, quick into a shot. I love his release. Um, I I definitely uh, liked the way he played, and I thought all those kids were played really hard. Cannon you know, he's sort of. I'm not sure about that one yet. I, I would have to watch more of it. I'm not sure what position he is. He did handle the ball a lot for them, at, at least with their starting group. Um, my did he did struggle with the with ball handling against HSC's pressure. But then when they brought in Tru- Truesdale, Draylen Truesdale especially, there's twins, right?
2: Yeah, twin Comby. sophomore twins,
0: yep. Yep. And then uh, how do you pronounce Samson's first name, July? I, I think it's Jair Samson. Jair? Oh, yeah, that he's a I sophomore. Yeah, I think, I I think it's an I. Oh, there it's you go. that's I. an I. My bad. Yeah, Jair, that makes more sense. Those two kids were great. Yeah, I, you know, and I got there a little bit late because they started early. They they had a boys girls doubleheader. And so they they did not start the boys game at the scheduled time. They started it as soon as the girls game was over, basically. Uh, so I did not get to see who started. I, I didn't get the impression that Samson started. Maybe he did. Yeah, no.
2: he did. he's their starting point guard. He did. OK, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, had that
0: part though. I that part, I didn't I didn't get a chance to catch. But he was outstanding. I, he is super quick, super aggressive he had really nice finishing, finishing drives, really nice finishing moves there in the paint was, um, very, very pleased watching him play. And he made a big difference for them, especially when they, they went on runs because he, he was the one kid that can really get out and go and transition and finish. But, but all in all, pretty impressed with their energy, pretty impressed with their aggressiveness, um, you know, it's it's um, it, it's they're all underclassmen too, right? I mean, there's
2: yeah, their main. I mean, pardon Hauser. I mean, there's Samson. two seniors
0: on the team. There's two seniors on the roster, so
2: yeah, looking promising for next year. With uh, Truesdale is off the bench right now. Sophomores Samson's a sophomore, and, Parten, and it looks and like
0: Hauser. it looks like Draylen is better than Darion at this point. I mean, they're yeah. both super long. I'm like I don't know who to. They look like um, Mark Zachary at Ben Davis. <laughs> and they the are high, long. The high waist, so the high waistline on the shorts makes those arms look longer. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely super long. But I, I was impressed with with Samson. I was definitely was impressed with Pardon as well. And and so that's they were the. I the... mean, anyway, I just sort of went off. I didn't want to just go the same game. They were they were the best team performance of the week. Although, Zionsville would be a very very close second. Tyler, who was your top
3: player? Yeah, I give it to uh, Jack Benner, of Brownstown Purdue commit. I mean that performance he put up against Lagoti, and most of it came from the third quarter. He just went off. Is um, that his I mean, flu, flu had, game?
0: It was. <laughs> so is, yeah, is, is that, that like, so is he, that what we're he has a Jordan flu yeah. game now? <laughs>
3: well. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we can compare it to Michael Jordan's flu game, but it was, uh, it was pretty good. Um, 33 points, nine rebounds, four assists, but I mean, Lagodi was hanging in, you know, uh, they were, Brownstown was struggling to contain Peyton Bledsoe for a little was, bit there.
0: I was going to ask how he did.
3: He did good. Uh, made some real tough shots. Um, just a real physical player. I, I don't think I'd seen him play since his freshman year. Um, so, you know, he's, he's grown a little bit. He's got a lot stronger, but, uh, I mean, player of the least got to be Jack Benner to me. Um, I don't even think he played the next game, the day, the game afterwards. I think his sickness was just too much, but, uh, he, I again, think he, did.
0: Game. he did. I think he did. I, I think no, he was, didn't. He didn't. He did not. No, I thought, black, I, I, thought I read somewhere. He wasn't, he wasn't supposed to play, but then ended know. up playing anyway.
2: I watched that black Hawk and Brownstown game. He did not play.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's a shame. He
2: didn't play. Cause that would have been, you know, that would have been a great game.
3: Uh, Seeing that matchup between them and the Blackhawk guys, but you know, Jack Benner—that's that's my player of the week.
0: And for anybody that hears this before they play those games tomorrow, I'm going to try and we're recording this Monday morning. Uh, Benner should be good to go Tuesday. So if you're driving, if you know we get this, I'll get this published here later today. If you're listening to this, he should be ready to roll by Tuesday morning. So, Dominique, your player, your top player performance of the week.
2: I got to go with Kellen Pickett in his in the first half there. Just, like I said, already he had four threes, had five threes overall uh, in the game. And he was blocking shots um, above the rim, rebounding really well, uh, made, made some shots at the rim as well. But, yeah, he's just, you know, I said in my article I wrote about it, just, yeah, D1 coaches should have definitely have him on their radar if they don't already. Yeah. Um, it's just... He's really good, and in the second half, like I said, it was more of the the senior senior starters, the, the trio there. But you know, his his uh, presence on the boards, and I think he ended with twenty one and ten rebounds, a couple blocks. So he just he just you know it impacts the game in many ways.
0: Cool. I'm looking forward to seeing them. I'm not sure that's going to happen, but I think I'm. I don't know. I, I I know I've got something circled later in the year, but. Um... Zach, your top – I guess I kind of know where you're going to go with this, right, Mason Bales?
1: Yep, yep. Um, I saw three games this week, but obviously I've only talked about one. Showed right. how the others went. Uh, was sitting next to Jim at the Carmel Valpo game. That was an exciting one.
0: Here we go, yeah. <laughs>
1: It's exciting. At, least, the now, at has- least
0: now you know that I don't act like an idiot at Carmel games.
1: That's true. That, and that you don't talk about Carmel just because you went to the game. That's another good one we could talk about too, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Well, it was
0: a good – I mean, it was a good – I mean, th- that game went like I thought it would. I mean, right. Valpo's got limited options
1: offensively. Very, very limited options, yes.
0: And when you throw in all the flat-footed shots by Mason Jones – I mean, he just wasn't going to be efficient. I mean, he's hit a couple catches where he was not ready to shoot at all. And just like, yeah, I'll shoot anyway. Like, okay, thank you. And they they definitely didn't let. uh, Yeah, Smiley uh, didn't do anything either. Yeah, they didn't let Smiley get anything clean. But I I thought they, now they did a good job, you know, on, you know, on, um, you know, making sure Carmel didn't get any clean looks. But they just couldn't figure out what went on when the ball went into the post and it wasn't like it was the offense out of the post. Right. I wish Mike Woodson would call Brian Osborne and ask him what they do when the ball goes in the post, because that would be super <laughs> if Indiana could just not have four guys stare at the ball when it goes inside. But um go ahead, Zach. I'm sorry. All right,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That was my fault. Forgetting you that. mentioned Carmel. Carmel, Carmel yeah, tangent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: You mentioned Carmel. Your fault. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll
0: ask Mike Woodson about that next. Do day. that, Kyler. Yeah. Say, hey, have you ever thought about uh, asking <laughs> this? Asking this, Kyler. Go. Um. I'll give anybody ten dollars. Tell the. I'll give any. I know ten dollars isn't a lot. What? Uh, what can we do? We can maybe do this. if anybody will ask Woodson if he's ever thought about running some split action on post feeds. Just throw it out there. See what happens. You probably lose dialogue. your press. <laughs> you'll lose your press credential.
1: Oh, God. that's his job right stir that up
0: <laughs> yeah so it's, a, it it's a weird it's a weird will it's a weird weird rule world wow a weird world um you know i, I feel bad for sites that need access uh, that rely on access to get you know bulk of their content um because I, I mean it's just i don't know it's I use offense looks a hell of a lot like it did when, when Archie Miller was the head coach, and if you, if anybody wants to doubt that, they can just go look at the, look at the actual numbers, and figure it out. So, look at the uh, charts. A lot of standing around, a lot of standing around, especially after the initial action of of a possession. But again, I'm a motion snob, so. So, Mason right, Bales. Do the full-blown Mason Bales. Let's – sorry Mason about that. Bales. I'm going to step on Mason's. Sticking with that sophomore class like we did with
1: Pickett. Um, really like his game. Mason, he can shoot it from deep with confidence. Smooth lefty shot. Always looks like it's going in. Um, gets after you on defense. He reminds me a lot of his dad when I watched his dad Ryan play at Bethel. Um, just – Really smooth, little sneaky athletic, uh, gets after you on defense, great outside shot, uh, rebounds it well, actually, too, uh, makes good decisions with the ball. Just a really smart, really, really smart player. I mean, you can tell he's a coach's kid, even though Ryan doesn't coach anymore. But right. he's Mason's really good. I like him a lot. He's going to be a good player in the next couple of years. of Bales.
0: Ryan Bales played at North Judson. For yep. Coach McCullough. Coach McCullough runs motion offense. So, therefore, you know, I love Coach McCullough. There we go. There we go. Um, My player performance, Nick Rehart, is pretty simple for me. Uh, he was outstanding against Badunga. And when Badunga went out, so Badunga had a situation where he had blood. <laughs> interesting exchange. Uh, interesting exchange on the Kokomo bench where. I don't know why he was out. I think he was out just for the blood. Could be wrong. Again, hes he looked like he was a little bit hobbled. So I don't want to act like Badunga was out there just completely getting stymied when he was full-blown, you know, when he was fully healthy. But it took him a long time to get back out for just blood. And he had to come out of the game because he took a shot at the mouth. And he... Zionsville went right to work on Rehart. And he was even in that small stretch, that, that stretch of of game time, he was fabulous. And, you know, he hit a three in the first half. He hit another mid range jumper in the second half. He double moved Badunga a couple times where where Florey had issues getting to the ball. He used his body well to shield, to shield himself. I mean, Zionsville was balanced but it seemed like every basket that Rehart scored was impressive. You know, it was something that was built from talent and skill and not just, um, not just being better than the guy guarding because he's, he's not as talented as Badunga and badunga has been a menace and, you know, Badunga create a lot of issues with the other guys for, for Zionsville around the basket as he does in a lot of games. Um, but, you know, Rehart kind of had it figured out. And, you know, that's a potential regional matchup. Zionsville certainly is going to be in contention for winning sectional eight. Kokomo is going to be in contention for winning sectional seven. And that's that's going to be the regional. So the winner of those two sectionals will square off. And then that's, you know, Kokomo has done a great job of, you know, they're back playing Carmel again. They play Zionsville. So they've done a great job of, of uh, bumping up a portion of their schedule. And in these two instances, uh, playing teams that they have a chance to face come regional time. So Nick Rehart was my top player performance of the week. Anybody got anything else? I know a couple of you guys got to bolt out of here in about 10 minutes, so we're kind of up against it. Anything major we overlooked? I
1: don't think so.
0: No. Where's where's everybody going? Where's everybody going up, this Yeah. Week? Yeah. Where's everybody going this week quickly. Uh, Kyler, where are you going this week? I think I'll be leaving Bedford tomorrow morning. I think I'm going to try
3: to get the back half of the, uh, Noblesville tournament. I mean, I'm yeah. going to try to make it for the crown point castle game, but definitely the North Ridge and Noblesville game. And I think I, other than that, it's kind of up in the air. I know for a fact, I want to stream the North Davies championship tomorrow. Um, so, but other than that, Wednesday we will just kind of play by ear. Probably a lot of streaming.
0: I'll so. be I'll be at Noblesville for part of that on Tuesday. Probably the same time as you will. I think I'm starting out up in Grant County. Um, and then where am I going Tuesday? There's like a weird Tuesday jaunt where I go somewhere else in between. Dominique, where are you going? What, what games? You I'll
2: be at, at the, the. I'll be going to the Homestead tournament on Wednesday. Um. Seeing a couple games, the uh, Fishers and Mishawaka Marion uh, game, and then Munster and Homestead. Um, and I'm sure, I mean, there's going to be games that you know m- Wednesday morning, and then Wednesday evening, and then Thursday yeah. morning, Thursday evening. So I'll probably be over there a couple times. But I know for sure I'm watching those games Wednesday morning.
0: Yeah, Kyler, I'll be, I'll be at Noblesville for those two first, those last, the third and fourth first round games. And then I'm heading to Cathedral Warren Central. And then Carmel plays Anderson on Wednesday. It's at Carmel. I think I might try go? to go to that one too. And then the Hall of Fame morning games. Definitely be at those. I don't think I'm gonna stay for the evening. But watching Penn versus Cathedral, that will be that will be fun. That will be fun stuff. Penn Ben Davis. Penn Ben Davis, Penn, ben Davis, yeah. Penn, ben Davis. my fault. My fault. Oh been to Cathedral was last year. Pen Ben Davis, that'll be that'll be fun. Ben Davis gonna be fully healthy.
2: It's supposed to be, uh,
0: I think. Uh, the, I I think so. I don't think the Wyndham thing's too serious. And Dowdy's back. Okay. D- Doughty was just precautionary. They, they, I mean, you don't you don't ever want to like disrespect your opponent, but I think he would have he would not have missed a game if they felt that, that was a huge game. I don't even remember who it was now they played, so hopefully we're not upsetting yes. anybody too much. Yeah. Box Out Sports is a leading online graphics solution. Wait, Zach, did we get to your games this week?
1: Yeah, geez. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right. to get the Warsaw's got a deal. I'm going to go check that out. Harrison, Warsaw's there, Portage, and South Bend, Washington. Uh, so I'll check that out Wednesday night, and then I'm going to hit up some of the Kokomo stuff uh what's that thursday friday I when's think.
0: the south been, when's when's that stuff you said where was that at warsaw
1: warsaw is the 27 t- tomorrow night and then oh shit and then uh wednesday night i'm not gonna go tomorrow i have christmas again tomorrow so i'll be yeah. there wednesday night
0: so you get to see reynolds you get to see the portage sophomores
1: yep yep
0: and then you know La- lafayette harrison's got a couple of they've got nice guards i I Big Ben Henderson fan. I like
1: Henderson a lot, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the younger Lucas is coming into his own. Um so yeah, you're going to get see some good some good games there for sure.
1: Like I said then Kokomo Thursday or Friday, one of the two. Yeah, we'll right Friday. That out.
0: You were, you were asking where you should go this week and I was just like, well, I don't know. There's so many games. You know, it's it's it, the tough part's trying to piece it all together. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. Right, like I'll be right. in Grant County tomorrow morning, Noblesville and then and then bail out at Noblesville, but I'll probably be back at Noblesville on Wednesday. Um at some point, worked in around the Carmel afternoon game. I like these afternoon games during this time of year. I, I loved I ended up not going to a game at all after the Carmel Malpo game.
2: Jeez. Did
0: not get the rebuff in time. Um so I just went home for a couple hours and then met some friends out and it was kind of a chill night. It was kind of fun. BoxOut Sports is a leading online graphic solution, giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team and student-athletes this season. You can sign up for a free demo at BoxOutSports.com. It's for use for more than just basketball. If you're an athletics director or you run a club, you run an athletics club, this would be a great solution for you to pump out some content. Thank you for listening to Courts at Indiana Podcast. If you listen every week, we certainly appreciate it. If not, please hit the subscribe or add button on your podcast app to get it delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. As always, we'd appreciate a rating and review. We love those five-star reviews. Thank you for those. And you can reach us directly on our Courtside Indiana Twitter and Instagram at CourtsideIND. It's CourtsideIND. Locks of the week. Dominique. Oh, crud. Dominique, how'd you do that? I got oh, I you won, missed... won, one for one. I pick rebuff. I've not been great on I've not been I went to no last week. I but I've not been great. But yeah, the Warren Central Brabuff game, what the hell? 49 to 14? No. Was that the score? it was like 49 43. Hold on a second. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I saw something I that was 49 14. Was there a girls game? you were
2: look, you're looking at football, oh. game.
1: Jeez,
0: Football no, scores. Looking, they don't play football. They don't play <laughs> oh, football. So somebody typed in, so somebody typed in 49 to 14. And then when you look at it, 44, obviously the four and the one are next to each other on on the, uh, the old 10 digit keypad, which I have on my computer, on my keyboard. Yeah. I saw a score of 49 to 14 at one point. (laughs) It was 44, 49, 44. Is that what it was? That makes a lot more sense. Okay. Yeah. No,
2: it was, I know it was semi close, so.
0: All right, so it wasn't um, that, that bad of a that bad of a no? Miss.
2: I probably should have went with, with Warren, but I don't know. I went with for buff. And then I, I had Blackhawk over Evansville Christian, which that that came true. Um, yep. But this week I got Fishers over Marion Game I'll be at Wednesday. And then I'll be at the Homestead-Munster game. I'm going with Homestead over Munster. Um,
0: hold on a second. I gotta, I'm going to write these down. Okay. Homestead. Over Monster. Over, what was the other one?
2: F- Fisher's over Mishawakamarian.
0: Kyle, you got locks? You want me to read you read mine? We'll go, what's your locks? I, I might I might be a little riskier this time. I'm gonna go
3: Noblesville over Northridge.
0: They should all be yeah. risky.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Last time I had locks, I was uh <laughs> they were like oh weak. But uh <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go North Davies over Blackhawk. Ooh.
0: Taking a risk. Zach, you got yours or you want me to do mine?
1: Uh, you do yours real quick.
0: Carmel over Anderson. Uh... Weak. No, weak. No, it's,
1: not weak.
0: <laughs>
3: it's
0: not weak at all. I'll get a hate mail from Anderson. And then. Pin over Ben Davis.
1: Oof. Ooh, that's big time.
0: I mean, Ooh.
2: I just take a shot. I mean, that's big time. It's definitely not weak on
1: that one. No, not definitely. weak. Absolutely <laughs> <It stops laughs> weak.
0: Take a shot. Yep. I mean, if that happens, I mean, we've already declared Burton Mr. Basketball, right? You know, yes. If that
2: happens, you we'd,
0: can we'd set Twitter on fire somehow. <laughs>
1: Gee.
0: all right Zach what are your locks
1: I'm gonna go Chesterton over Lawrence Central down in Noblesville yeah that'd be good and That's then, not really, yeah. is that I don't even I don't know Lawrence Central really this year so. yeah I
0: mean they Kamari Jones took off you know they're sort just not as potent I mean Dejon Craigs had some really good games in in his since then um but they played boards north
3: over Lawrence Central a couple weeks ago, and you called me weak for that. <laughs> <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> you like, yeah. <laughs> That's
0: weak. <laughs> well, I, I yeah, I thought it was. That was <laughs> thought, Well, did who won? Elsie win?
2: No, I think Ellen won, but I don't think I think was kind of close though.
0: Well, Ellen doesn't have any. You know, they don't have any. They don't have CJ Gunroll around there anymore. I mean, as much as we like. Kobe Bowles, he's not going to put, you know, in big games like that, he's not going to go out and drop 35 and, you know, carry it, put a team on his back. Um, I mean, else he's nice. I mean, if they, if they can get, you know, if the Franklin kid is fully healthy and, and starting to round back into basketball shape, I mean, he just, they, they really missed him last year. He's a kid that I, I've liked for a while, but he got hurt. What's your other one, Zach?
1: I'll do, uh, South Bend Riley over Center Grove in that first game of the first game of the tournament.
0: Yeah, that's a yeah, I would I don't know. What's Riley got? I center Grove's playing some damn damn good basketball right now. What's what's Riley have?
1: Yeah. It's a shot in the dark. <laughs> shot in the dark, Jim. Big time picks here. <laughs>
2: Well, they got Schindler over there, Riley. Yep, they have Marvin. Schindler. R-
1: Riley's a team that can lose to anybody in the state and they can beat anybody in the state is how I, f- I see it. Huh. They beat Northridge, so we'll see.
0: Well, shout out to my boy AD. That's so right. Good. My boy. All right, guys. Good job this week. We'll we'll do this again next week. We'll, we'll, this should, hopefully I'll we'll get this put out here later today. I don't think I got anything else going on for a while. But other than that, guys, appreciate it. Thanks. Later. Sure.